placements were higher than expected, grass calves are meeting strong demand, and a new agreement should further enhance U.S. beef exports to Japan. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 29th of March, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Calves and stalker cattle weighing less than 700 pounds sold mostly steady to $5 a hundredweight higher last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Yearlings weighing more than 800 pounds traded unevenly from $3 lower to $3 higher. AMS analysts say steer and heifer calves going to grass are finding an active market with the optimism reflected in fall feeder cattle futures trading over $180. Likewise, the AMS reporter on hand for Thursday's Superior Livestock Auction noted, trucking rates continue to escalate after diesel and gas prices have risen. This has caused buyers to be more cautious. However, with recent rains across wheat pasture country, the Osage and Flint Hills, short yearlings and calves are in very good demand. Feeder steers and heifers at that auction sold mainly $5 to $10 higher than the previous sale two weeks earlier, with the bulk of offerings from the South Central region. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, suggests the question is if buyers shift the number of cattle they graze this year as feed prices and other input costs climb. Historically speaking, Griffith explains the cash market has no problem increasing 20 to $30 a hundredweight from March through August, but circumstances this year may make it more challenging. He adds the feeder cattle market has a long road to hoe if it's going to get close to price expectations at the beginning of the year. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $0.91 cents lower week to week on Monday, from $0.37 cents to $1.65 lower, except for unchanged in spot March. Corn futures closed fractionally lower to $0.02 cents higher in the front six contracts week to week on Monday. Soybean futures closed an average of $0.23.8 cents lower through the front six contracts. According to Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments, High prices for calves and stalker cattle that were achieved last month before Russia's attack on Ukraine may represent the seasonal price peak, although another run could happen in the next month. Moreover, Peel notes, the strong uptrend in feeder prices reflected in current feeder cattle futures may offset typical seasonal patterns. As mentioned at the outset, This week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from information about retained ownership and carbon credits to a look at the growing beef-dairy crossbred market, insights on climate change, and lots, lots more. Take a look. Cattle markets started this week fading potential heat from USDA's monthly cattle on feed report that came out Friday. That's for feedlots with 1,000 head or more capacity. February placements of 1.85 million head 
were a staggering 9.3% more, or 157,000 head more year over year. That was 3% more than average analyst estimates ahead of the report, underscoring expanding drought impacts. In terms of placement weights, 37.1% went on feed weighing 699 pounds or less, 52.6% weighing 700 to 899 pounds, and 10.3% weighing 900 pounds or more. Looking ahead, Peel says the bulge in February feedlot placements will likely be offset by sharply lower March placements. Marketings in February of 1.82 million head were 4.9% more, or 86,000 head more than the prior year, which was 0.6% more than estimated ahead of the report. Cattle on feed March 1st of 12.16 million head were 1.4% more, or 163,000 head more than the same time last year. That was 0.3% more than expectations, and the most on feed for the date since the data series began in 1996. Live prices last week were steady in the Southern Plains and Nebraska at $138 a hundredweight and steady to $2 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $138-142. Dressed prices were steady in Nebraska at $221 and a dollar lower to $3 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $221-225. The five area direct average steer price last week was $0.15 lower at $138.95 the average steer price in the beef was $0.22 cents lower at $221.46. According to Griffith, there continues to be bullishness in the live cattle market, but traders have pushed that bullishness to the fourth quarter of the year and the first four or five months of 2023. Live cattle futures closed mixed week-to-week on Monday from an average of $0.23 cents higher in the front three contracts to an average of $0.37 cents lower. Wholesale beef prices continued to claw seasonally higher last week. Choice box beef cutout value was $5.37 higher week-to-week on Monday at $263.87 a hundredweight. Select was $3.82 higher at $256.32. However, Griffith says the latest beef cold storage numbers likely suggest domestic consumer beef purchasing is slowing as inflation impacts disposable income. At the end of February, he explains, the quantity of beef and cold storage totaled 532.5 million pounds, the most for that date since December of 2020, and the second largest quantity dating back to January of 2017. Although it's fairly common to see a large quantity of beef and cold storage from November through February, Griffith says the quantity typically declines from January into February which is not the case this year. Positive U.S. beef export news continued last week with a new trade agreement. United States Trade Representative Catherine Tai and United States Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack announced that the United States and Japan reached an agreement to increase the beef safeguard trigger level under the U.S.-Japan trade agreement. The new three-trigger safeguard mechanism will allow U.S. exporters to meet Japan's growing demand for high-quality beef and reduce the probability that Japan will impose higher tariffs in the future. U.S. beef exports to Japan exceeded 320,000 metric tons last year 
and set a new record for value at $2.38 billion. But U.S. beef was subject to a higher tariff than its competitors for 30 days from mid-March to mid-April after imports exceeded the safeguard volume, according to the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Dan Hallstrom, U.S. MEF President and CEO, says the organization greatly appreciates the efforts of the U.S. Trade Representative and USDA to adjust Japan's safeguard on U.S. beef. He explains the U.S.-Japan trade agreement was a tremendous breakthrough for the U.S. meat industry, including the significant reduction in Japan's tariffs on U.S. beef, but the playing field has not been entirely level due to the safeguard. He adds changes reduce the potential impact of the safeguard and make it less disruptive for U.S. exporters and their customers in Japan. According to Rahm Emanuel, U.S. ambassador to Japan, this is a win-win for American ranchers and Japanese consumers. It ensures certainty for years and shows American beef can compete and win anywhere, anytime. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 29th of March, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.